Hey guys, what do you say? Welcome to another episode of the Rob Perspectives. I'm your host, Rob Horton, as usual. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. So um, you'll probably be hearing this on uh, December 31st of 2020. And this is the last episode of the podcast for 2020. So we've hit 30 episodes. So I'm proud of that. Um, when I started this earlier in the year, I, uh, you know, I wasn't sure how long it would go. I wasn't sure, you know, there's a lot of factors. You always worry about, um, you know, do I have enough to talk about? That's never been a problem for me. Uh, there's always the issue of, you know, is this going to be well received? Um, you know, you worry about those things. But ultimately, I mean, this was this was really a work in progress for me to get a lot of things off my chest, um, to help a lot of people, um, to guide people. And, you know, just really put myself out there. Um, and it's been it's been a good journey. It's a good journey. And I never thought that in this short a time we would get the 30 episodes. Um, probably had time to do way more. Uh, but, you know, I wanted to kind of space it out. Um, you know, we kind of hit you guys a lot with the uh, with the year end stuff with the multi part series. But I really wanted to get that out and, and then also, you know, really wrap things up you know, with, uh, with the last part today, which is going to be on the, on the 31st. So, so guys, I thank you for, if you've listened to some or all of them, um, I really appreciate it. If this is your first one, thank you. Um, go back and review a few that you think might, might make a difference for you and, uh, you know, try and get some value for you and your life and, and what you're trying to do. So today, again, we're wrapping up our five-part series on really the things that I've learned. I say in 2020, but as I mentioned in previous episodes, these are things that I've learned over probably before that, but 2020 really solidified it. Um, and of course, now having a platform to put it out there for you guys, um, it kind of brings it all home. Um, so with that being said, you know, today's part five, and I really, um, I really kind of entitled this one. I struggled quite with the title, um, but it, it more or less just stop being weak. That's really the final lesson of 2020 is stop being so weak. And, and what do I mean by that? Because it sounds like I'm coming at you, right? It sounds pretty um, like I'm on the attack. And I guess I am. I guess I am in some respects, but in a loving manner, because there, there's a lot of people out there that they just don't care. They don't care about you. They don't care about themselves. They don't care about their community, their environment, their their freedom, their, you know, all the blessings that this planet has given us. And I'm sure many of them don't feel like they have a lot of blessings because they've had some difficulties. Um when in fact the difficulties I think are a reminder that you have had blessings. Um, you know, regardless of what you believe in, you know, even if it's just karma or it's just universal energy, I mean, you know, even if you don't believe in a deity or a religion or whatever, that's fine. Um, there's still all of this energy and things, you can call it karma, whatever, that come back to give us lessons. Um, 
Or, you know, if you don't even go that far, you could even say our habits and things that we do over and over and over serve to either reinforce bad habits or to wake us up on how to change things, right? And so the folks out in the world that just, you know, portray evil, that just are weak, that are never going to wake up to these things, you know, whether it's the reality of, of what governments are doing, the reality of, of what's really going on in our health and our families and the destruction of the family, the family system. Um, I'm not talking to them. I mean, I will, if there's someone who wants to wake up and be part of our community and they want to be part of your community and they want to wake up and start making a better world, beautiful. Welcome everybody with open arms. But I don't really want to talk to them. I want to talk to you guys because you are waking up. Um, But there's also this lesson of stop being weak. And so let's get into that. Let's, let's talk about, let's talk about that. And there's so many different areas that you are being weak in or that you have been weak in that need to stop, uh, myself included. And, you know, just, just the, the, the main definition of weak is, you know, not being strong. And we, we look at a, um, you know, someone who's not physically strong, uh, you know, or healthy, whatever. And so I think, you know, obviously that's the place to start. Um, and you have to look at, you know, how do you stop being weak? And it's really boils down to, you find the area that you're weak. You recognize that you're being weak and then you pick it apart and figure out ways to not be weak. I mean, it's a very simple roadmap. Now, Simple doesn't always mean easy. I think you guys know that and have heard that, um, not just from me, but probably, you know, hundreds of people online and offline. Um, You know, what's simple isn't always easy and what's easy isn't always, you know, simple and vice versa. Right. So anyway. You know, I I would suggest starting with your physical health. Um, And I think, you know, 2020, for the most obvious reasons need to get healthy. I mean, we have people sitting around arguing who go eat McDonald's and then they're arguing and calling the police on people who are or aren't wearing masks, right? How stupid is that? You're you're shoving a bunch of horse shit in your mouth and yet you're sitting here criticizing other people that aren't even affecting you. And don't give me that. And don't give me that. Oh, you have to protect me from the virus horse shit. It's all bullshit. And you know it is. Because we haven't had this. We, you know, we have viruses and stuff all live long day. And don't tell me it's different. It's no different. It's no different. Viruses are viruses. This is how it goes. And I'm not getting into a discussion on 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 virology and all that shit. Figure it out, and if you're part of this, hopefully you've been thinking for yourself. So if you're not part of that discussion, you ain't part of this podcast because I got no time, and and the folks who want to raise up and affect their community, their world, themselves, their family, they're listening in and they're tuning in. They don't give a damn about that stuff. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. And so, you know, 
for those of you that are looking at ways to do that, I mean, you just need to take a step back and say, you know, where can I get healthier? And the obvious, I mean, there's so many just simple, obvious things. And I'm not, you know, this isn't a health podcast. Shit, you guys can go and watch videos and YouTubes and TV and all kinds of stuff out there on your morning routine or what you should be doing to get healthy. Um, but I'm like, if, if, you know, for 2021, if you didn't do anything else other than set down the pop, well, I don't give a shit if it's diet. That stuff is death. No, so don't give me, I drink diet pop. That stuff's death, period. I, I don't care. You will not convince me otherwise. Drink water, literally water. Coffee's fine, tea, fine, that's cool. But just go for water. What's it going to kill you? It's not. If you spent the next year literally just saying, you know what? My drink of choice is water, period. Well, let's see. Water's free. Water's easy. It's in abundance. And it's the perfect thing your body needs. So I'm like, if you just if you just did nothing but saying, and I'm not talking New Year's resolution shit, that stuff doesn't work. I'm talking lifestyle changes that you make now to make a real difference and stop being weak. Just drink water. Literally, you know, try it. I'm going to give myself a 30-day challenge that the only thing I drink is water. I don't even care if it's, and, and I know, I don't know, they say six, eight glasses, 64 ounces, 128 ounces. I don't know what the hell's right. But the point is, drink it. Right? Or build up to it. If you think, if you think, and again, I, I don't even say, no, I, I was going to say build up to it over 30 days. No. If you want to stop being weak, get off your ass and do it right now. Period. January 1st, no beer, no champagne, no pop, no horse shit. You drink water. You drink water. Try that. Try that for 30 days and then see how you feel. And then do it for another 30. Just make it a lifestyle thing. Just say, I am no longer controlled by PepsiCo or Coca-Cola or this drink company or that drink company, you know. I'm no longer controlled by them. I'm no longer controlled by their abnormal amount of sugar that they put in this shit. I will drink water and I will be free. Remember, this is all about freedom. Remember we talked about this in some of the early episodes? You want to be free, be free of the drink companies that are feeding you with horse shit. Try that. And how good you're going to feel and how how just much better. Just be proud of yourself. Drink Drink, you know, take a take a note card and write, I am proud of you for drinking water. While you're drinking it, stare at that card and drink your glass of water every time. You won't even imagine what difference it'll make. 30, 30, 60, 90 days, an entire year of that. Oh my God. And again, it's free. And the other thing, get out in the damn sunshine. I don't want to hear all this bullshit of people stuck in their houses and quarantine horse shit. And if you're, I don't know, if you're in a country, I'm speaking mostly to Americans now, but I'm sure there's people in other countries listening to this. And if you're not able to get out of your house, open the window, stand in the window, get on the porch. I think you ought to just walk outside and tell the government to stick it up their ass. 
but some of you may not be ready for that. But nobody, no man, no government, nobody can stop you from getting sunshine. And if you've been reading about more of the, the COVID bullshit, I've been saying this for 10 months, that vitamin D deficiency has been the biggest problem. And now they're starting, now that they've got you attuned to shoot yourself up with mercury and whatever horse shits in the, in the vaccine, now they're coming out with studies that are, that are proving, we already knew this, that vitamin D reduces the risk. Holy shit, I go outside and I'm going to be healthy. Well, who'd have freaking thought? We live on a planet warmed by a giant star that warms us, that heats us, that is absorbed into our skin. It grows our food. It grows our animals. It changes our skin color when we get tan to protect us from further damage from from radiation and things. So think about that. We've been given by God, universe, Allah, who knows, the, the, the magic carpet of Monte Cristo, who, whatever the hell you believe. We've been given this great big friggin' awesome ball of goodness that actually is allowing us to live. Who'd have thought? And the shit's free. Imagine that. So get your ass outside. That's how you stop being weak. And real quick, just to move on, I'm not even going to go in, but I am going to mention exercise, obviously. Figure it out. Who cares what you're doing? Just do something. Move your ass. Get off the chair. Get out of the house. Walk, run, jump, skip. I don't give a damn. Punch the wall. Who cares? Get your blood moving. Can you imagine? Water hydrates you and moves shit through your body faster. Vitamin D helps your, helps your skin, helps all your hair, helps your teeth, helps your entire immune system. And then you turn around and you put all this good shit in your body and you start moving your blood through your body faster. Well, guess what? More oxygen, more juice, more vitamins, more hydration, the whole thing. You didn't take one supplement. You didn't have to worry about your food. You didn't have to do anything else other than those few things. And boom, you've just, you have completely decoupled yourself from two or three things that hold most people back from being strong. Right? So moving on. The other part of this is weak people sat around, and I'll tell you what, this, this, Boy, I really hadn't planned on getting into a rant and getting all riled up this morning, but I was going to keep it more low-key. But this this stuff really pisses me off, is these jackasses in the, in the news media and, and all, of, all of you, uh, there's these a-holes on, on social media talking like, oh, it's okay to take a break. Oh, it's okay to just sit and chill. It's okay. Dude, no, it's not. And I'm calling them out. And I think they're weak-ass people. Every single one of them that say that. Why? Because that's all anybody else does anyway. They were already doing that. 
They were bitching about their stimulus checks. They were bitching about who's going to be president. They were bitching about whether or not you should wear a mask. And did they do anything? Did they do anything to change their life? You know, and there's some people that are probably a little more over the top. I'm I'm on I'm on the side of just go all out a thousand percent. But what if you would have used, they said two weeks to flatten the curve. They bullshitted you. And then you wasted 10 months of your life waiting for these assholes to, to give you your life back? No, take it back. And in that time, I heard about the Mandalorian. I heard about Game of Thrones. I heard about all this shit. But I didn't hear one thing about, wow, I've never read more books in my life. Wow, I actually started journaling this year. Wow, I learned how to cook this year. Wow, I learned how to connect with my kids this year. I learned how to connect with my family and spouse and friends that I I had never talked to in, in ages. Nothing. Crickets. Crickets. Video games. Online video games. I love I love games. I don't have the time to play them anymore, but I love them. Absolutely love them. Never, never played pretty much this whole year. And, and online sales of, of, of streaming and video games and game sales and whatever through the roof. Same way with like Netflix and Disney Plus and all this other horse shit. Feeding you bullshit, feeding you crap. And I watched, I watched all of your, and I, I watched all of the, um, all the little Netflix specials where it was supposed to be like a telethon where we're like, oh, we're all in this together. We're all in this together coming from people with 20,000 square foot mansions. Really? We're all in this together? And, politi- and politicians, oh, we're all in this together? Well, let's see, how, how, many, how many of them lost their paycheck? We're really in this together? And they knew that you were just going to sit there and be stupid in front of the television rather than try to change your life. Because they know if you turn that television off, they're useless. And they are useless. Everybody in Hollywood is absolutely useless. I'm sorry, they are they are basically, I, I, I use the term, um, like a long time ago, there used to be like the, what is it, the organ grinder and the monkey? He would grind the organ, they'd be out on the street, right? And he'd play a music and the monkey would dance. And when he'd stop grinding the organ, the monkey would stop dancing. And that's, and that's what I look at Hollywood people anymore. I don't want to hear their politics. I don't want to hear their opinions. I grind the organ and you dance. And when I have no more interest in it, I stop grinding the organ and you stop dancing, period. These people are not there to tell you how to run your life. These people do not give a shit about your life. They are there for your entertainment and that is it. And you control the show. And so how do you stop being weak with this? We've seen it. I've said it a thousand times. Turn the television off. Turn it off. If you're going to use social media, turn it off or stop following anybody who doesn't have, you know, if you did nothing but, okay, if you, if let's say, let's assume you're never going to stop wasting time with social media. 
I don't even care what platform it is. doesn't matter. Let's say you're still going to spend the four or five, I don't know how many, let's just say four hours a day. It's probably way more than that. Um, if you took one platform and you just simply only followed people that would put motivation and happy thoughts into your feed, can you imagine? That's over 200. No, 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 it'd be way more than that. It's like, it'd be, that'd be like 28. That's like 28, 30 hours. That's like what, 1,500 hours or 150? Let me see. Sorry, my math is shitty today. Yeah, so 28 hours a week. Let's say seven days, you get four hours times 52 weeks. Almost 1,500 hours of positivity, motivation. I mean, if that doesn't rewire your brain, if you turned the TV off and just did that and kept your addiction to Instagram or Facebook or whatever and and didn't listen to some Karen talk about your mask, blocker, unfollower, don't even look at it, but put somebody like, you know, E.T. the hip hop preacher or Tony Robbins or Dr. Joe Dispenza or Andy Frisella or I mean, I could I could name off a thousand of them, but literally. Get rid of everybody you're following and turn around and only follow, say, 15 to 20 accounts that have to do with business, with motivation, with, with positivity, with changing your habits, changing your mind, changing your business, changing your future, changing your mindset and paradigm. And you spent that time on that's 1,500 hours of positivity. 1,500 hours of positivity. You know what that boils down to? Almost nine full weeks. If you work it backwards, that's, that's nine full weeks. That's like two, like two and a half, two and a third months. Think about that. You know, everybody complains about what is it? They, they say like, what, the first three, four months I work for the IRS? Well, imagine if the first you, you, the first nine weeks of the year, you didn't do anything but positivity. Like not one thing. Think about that. You didn't eat. You didn't sleep. You didn't do anything but shove positive thoughts into your brain for nine weeks straight. You think you wouldn't be brainwashed to be a hell of a strong person? You'd be a badass. And yes, I understand. I don't want to hear the responses of, well, you go to eat, you go to sleep. I, I understand. It's a metaphor. Relax. Get over yourself. But can you imagine? Can you imagine what nine weeks of that shit would do? It'd be incredible. You could erase so much personal and family pain you could erase so many bad paradigms about yourself and then move into the rest of the month like a complete badass. It would be incredible what you could accomplish. And even if you didn't accomplish that much, at least if you went through with a clear mind and a clear head, you would, you would literally be, you would be miles and miles and miles ahead emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially, than 99.9% .9 of people on this planet. 
right? Incredible. Incredible when you look at those numbers. But no, you wasted time on Netflix. You worried about who was going to get elected. They distracted you. They distracted you. You know, how, how much did you save? Did you save any money? Now, if you lost your job and went through your savings, then of course you can't. But let's say you didn't go out to eat anymore. Did you take that money and start buying in bulk and start cooking at home? Or did you just order horse shit through, was it Dine Dash? Who knows what it is. Uber Eats, all that stuff. I sure cooked a lot more. Yeah, I used used Uber Eats and all that stuff because it's nice. Sometimes you don't want to cook. But I always cook anyway. I always cook a lot anyway. But I cooked even more. And, you know, did you save? If you kept your job and you didn't have to go out and do all that stuff, obviously you weren't in your car. All the money that you put in gas, did you save? I mean, if you didn't do anything else, let's say you ate the same horse shit. Let's say you watched the same stupid television shows and you still bought the online video games and all that. If you just simply saved your gas money from not having to go to the office, did you do that? Did you take it and open up an account on Robinhood or or Stash and start investing in S&P 500 index funds? I don't know how far you drive. Everybody's different. But I would say 10 months of sitting in your house. I'd say 10 months of sitting in your house, uh, probably, I don't know. I'm sure people spend a lot more than this. Let's just say you spend 40. 40 bucks a month, 40 bucks a month for 10 months. There's $400 that you could have put in the S&P 500. And the S&P 500, I think, I don't know. I don't know what the return was. I didn't even look it up before we recorded this. But you could have essentially ended up with five, $600 at the end of the year. But just that money. Forget your savings account. Put it in, put it in an investment. And did you save more from not going out and put it in there too? Can you imagine? That would probably be double, triple, quadruple. You could have 10 times the amount of money in there. You could have $4,000 in there by the end of the year. Plus whatever you made with the S&P going through the roof. And the S&P historically always continues to go, go forward and go up. Of course, it has little hiccups. But hell, Warren Buffett even said when he dies that 100% or maybe like 99% of all the money he's leaving his wife after he gives to charity they're directing to put it in like I think like Vanguard S&P 500 index funds no load funds now I'm not pushing Vanguard I'm just saying they they historically have always had like zero zero fees and the lowest fees or whatever right so I I'm not pushing those but I would I would use them every day and I do so the point is, I mean, how much could you have there? How much if you stopped buying all these streaming services and just went outside? Right? Or take a break. My goodness. I, you know, what's, what's uh, I don't know, Netflix is what, 20 bucks? There's another 60 bucks. Just take a three-month hiatus. Eh, let's just turn it off for three months. There's 60 bucks that go in there. You're not going to the gym anymore if you're afraid to get out of the house. There's what, 50 bucks a month? There's 50 bucks a month. Did you save any of that? Or did you invest it? Okay, let's say you didn't save any of it, 
but you weren't spending it on the gym, so maybe you could go out and buy buy some jump ropes. That's a lot of money, 50 bucks a month. I think you only need to buy them once. Kettlebells, kettlebells are a little more expensive, but you could, you know, I don't know, buy buy one or two. Right? You'd have a couple kettlebells, you'd have jump rope, you can walk outside, you can do body weight exercises, and boom, you still have, you still probably saved 600 bucks from the rest of your gym membership. And I'm not saying, you know, quit the gym, but if you're not going to go there, then forget it. Otherwise, I think, you know, just like we talked about at the beginning of this, I think everybody should, should be going to the gym. I think you should invest more in the gym and a personal trainer. I think that will be a way better, a way better option. And so, you know, it, it, it's, there's so many ways that you could have take that and save and just improve things, guys. And that's what it means to not be weak. You know, where else? And let, let's talk about your brain. So we, you know, simple things, your body, your, your, your paradigm, your emotions. Um, some of your money, um, you know, and I think the biggest place, the biggest place too is really, you know, what did you learn? You know, and that's what I said about before about, you know, how many books did you read? You know, and and, and we heard all these idiots on the news like, oh, it's okay to chill. But it's okay if you're going to chill, at least pick up a book. They're like, oh, you don't have to learn a new skill. Really? That's, that's, that's why you're broke. Because you're still broke and stupid because you didn't take the time to pick up a book. I mean, do you really need to sit around and watch movies 100% of the time? I mean, my God, even if you even if you sleep for eight hours and then you have 16 hours left, and let's assume you're not going to work, um, and you spent four hours, four hours on social media, there's 12, right? You mean you tell me you can't give me 30 minutes? You can't give me 10 pages? I mean, you give 10 pages of a business book over the 10 months that that the government and everybody else stole from you, you'd have a good book. Like just Rich Dad, Poor Dad, 10, 10 pages a day for 10 months. I don't even know how many pages are in, but you'd have it read. Maybe even two books. I don't know because it's not even that big of a book. 10 pages, you know? And if you like to read and you don't want to really sit around and, and do do that, you know, okay, read your 10 pages and then go read go read one of the Harry Potter books. Or you know, the point is read something entertaining and something that is going to, uh, you know, help you financially. Or read a book like, you know, I'm starting the book Atomic Habits again. I've already read it once. I read it last year, but I'm going to read it again this year. So I read it. I read so many books through the year. And I do. Some days it's 10 pages. Sometimes it's a chapter. Sometimes I sit down and read a few chapters, but I'm always reading. And I have more than enough time to record this podcast, to do my work, to talk to people, to, to exercise, to eat, to cook, to clean, to, to, you know, whatever and learn new skills. I think that's, that's the thing, you know, take these. And again, it's so easy. I mean, I'm also learning Python coding. I mean, you can go online for free, 10 minutes a day, read 10 pages, and then 10 more minutes, learn some coding. And then a few, you know, I don't, I don't know. 
Okay, you don't like coding. Well, turn around and, and find a hobby on YouTube or learn about e-commerce or learn how to... Every single person on this planet has a book. Go write an e-book. Every single person should, should have at least one, two to three hundred page book in them in their lifetime. You know, you don't have to have shot Bin Laden or you didn't have to save the world or you don't have to have an account of uh, that looks like a Forrest Gump movie. Um, yeah, because most of us don't have that. Those are movies. <laughs> it's not real. You know, most of us don't have a life that looks like that. Sometimes you just have life lessons from, say, generational poverty and you rose above it. Maybe you're not a millionaire, but you you were the first generation that stopped stop taking welfare or most of your family was unhealthy and you have an idea on how you broke the mold from not getting heart disease or you know maybe you're the first one to graduate graduate college and you want to talk about what that meant to you and your family and your future and your children I mean, there's so many ways. And I mean, you can self-publish on Amazon. There's no reason you couldn't have screwed around for 10 months. I think you could. Most people could have wrote a book in 30 days. But let's say you're lazy. Again, you had 10 months that you were dicking off. No reason in 10 months you could have worked five days a week for just a couple hours a day, take the weekends off, for 10 months and had a book ready to go January 1st. I bet my life on it. You know, and of course everybody's going to be different. Some people are going to write more, some people are going to write less, but you know what? It doesn't matter. The fact is, if you want to stop being weak, you've got to start acting strong. You don't have to be a Pulitzer Prize author. You don't have to be a Nobel Prize chemist. You don't have to run a $18 billion business. You don't have to do that. You just have to pick up your ass off the couch and you have to stop being weak. You have to start moving. You have to start eating. You have to start talking. You have to start thinking. Thinking. Think how many time how many episodes this year, did we put in something about critical thinking? Do you think it maybe is important? Think about it. And, and no pun intended, but, the, but think about this. Is if you sat, again, I go with all this time you wasted. If you sat down, took one hour, turn the TV off, turn the social media off, turn the books off, turn everything off, stop, eat, stop eating Cheetos. And you just thought or journal. Think about, you know, write on the top of a page. Maybe you don't even write, but write, write this down and then just think about it. What do I want? And then sit there for an hour. If you took an hour a day for a week, oh my God, I can't even do that. That's, that's, <laughs> I'm not even sure I can do that. But I spend an inordinate amount of time thinking. It just gets broken up into little parts of my day. I do it every morning when I'm, I'm journaling. In the evening when I'm journaling before I wind down, I'm always trying to 
uh, wind down with, you know, different audio and stuff that allows me to open my mind and think. And, you know, if you just thought critically for an hour a day or even an hour a week, most of you don't even spend an hour a week out of 168 hours a week. You don't even think for an hour. I'll bet you. That's sad. You could solve so many problems in your life that you think you have. First of all, if you thought critically enough, you'd realize most of the problems you think you have aren't really problems that you have. They're really people, they're really um, opinions and bullshit that other people have heaped upon you to make you think you have problems. And that's not the case. You know, if you sat down, okay, you don't have a job. Say you lost your job or you're laid off or whatever and you're not getting paid. I mean, wouldn't you want to spend a little bit more time thinking about how you might be able to get a new income? Maybe you always want to start that business. I mean, learn affiliate marketing online. I mean, now's the time. Go be a virtual assistant. Hell, on Facebook, how many things? I think I posted something like in the middle of this in March, April. I don't even remember what time, maybe even later. Like I posted like 15 ideas on on just different things that I would do related to the pandemic to just make it happen, make some money. And that's like freedom income that you don't even have to worry about, that you just go get and you're in control and you don't have to ask for permission from anybody. You just go do it. You know, those are the things, guys, that I, I just, I implore you. These are the things that you have to do. And so just to kind of wrap everything together, you know, I hope you enjoyed these, these five lessons. And hopefully I would love to hear from you guys if you have additional lessons that may not fit into the boxes that I gave. Um, but, you know, remember, it, you know, freedom is the key. Freedom to choose what income you make is key. Freedom to choose where you live is key. Freedom, it all boils down to freedom. Freedom from the drink companies. Freedom from the government. Freedom from a boss that you hate. Freedom from bullshit bills that are holding you back. Freedom from taking a welfare check. Freedom from being um, a puppet for politicians and news media stations. Freedom from all this bullshit processed food they try to feed you to keep you dumb and sedated with sugar and bullshit. Freedom. Freedom to stop being weak. Freedom to up your skills. Freedom to learn. Freedom to exercise. Freedom to have the healthiest body ever. Freedom to think. Freedom to say what you want. Freedom to go where you want. Freedom to diversify your income. Freedom to be whatever you want to be. Freedom to be the kind of person that your children are proud of. Freedom to be the kind of person you are proud of, which is the most important lesson. This is like a bonus lesson. Be the person that you are proud of. If you can't do anything else that people are proud of, just be proud of yourself. Just be happy with who you are.
And I don't mean just be happy by just accept where you are now and just accept that. No, I'm saying be happy with what you are and where you are, but also be what they call blissfully unsatisfied to where you're happy in the present moment, but you do want more. That's okay. But ultimately, the goal is to be proud of who you are and to be free of all of these entities and 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 chains and and restrictions that are holding you back from becoming a real I don't want to say a real person, but becoming a real contributor in society and a real contributor to what you want to do with your life and for you to do the things that make you happy for a change. If there's nothing else you do, pick up yourself off the couch and say, 2021 will be different because I am going to do what the hell I want to do and I don't want to listen to anybody else again. You have that right. You have that right. You have that privilege. You have that possibility. What a gift that is. What a gift to wake up and learn to be better. What a gift to wake up and learn to be healthier. What a gift to wake up and learn to be proud of yourself. What a gift to wake up and, and, and make your children proud, your family proud, your spouse proud, yourself proud, your community proud. What a gift to wake up and choose any single way to wake, make money that you can, so you can live. What a gift. And if you're weak, there's nothing I can do. If you're weak, you're going to sit there in front of Netflix. If you're weak, you're going to continue going to a job that you can't stand and you're just going to have a, a meager existence. And my heart hurts for those people. Only so far, because you can't feel, you can't feel sorry for everybody. They have to get off their ass and do something. And I, I, it's, it's extremely hard for me to feel any sympathy for almost any person inside the United States of America. I mean, the opportunities that are available, I mean, we see, we see people come from every country around the world with nothing, with less than nothing, with disabilities and, and stories that are so horrific of their growing up before they came here that it's like most people would just put a bullet in their head. And these people came and built businesses. They built families. They built legacies. And you're worried about a stupid face diaper. And you're worried about a stupid black square on your IG. And you're worried about, oh, what he, she, he or she's going to say. Or who's holding me back. Or the government is, is not letting me do it. Or I can't open my business because, because Mr. Mr. Dumbwine in Ohio won't let me. Or someone like that, right? So why don't you stop being weak? Why don't you stop play, start playing big? Why don't you start playing with, you know, again, for those of you that are religious or spiritual, why don't, why don't you raise up like you read in the Bible and the Quran and, 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 and all this, and you take that energy and, and you go forward and you start kicking some ass. 
And don't do it because it's, oh, 3, 2, 1, 2021. I tell you, 2021 is going to be a repeat of 2020 until you get your head out of your ass and kick the government's ass and tell them to stop holding us down. And they can't hold you down. There's more of us than there are of them. It's time. It's time we make everybody else afraid of us. People who critically think are scary. People who aren't beholden to one income are scary. Why do you think the wealthy have so much power? Because they have, on average, seven income streams. The government puts a stranglehold on one. They can tell them to go piss off, have six more, and still keep on moving and figure out a way to adjust. And they don't have to accept a check from them. Or they can lobby their way into to getting what they want. Do you see that freedom? Freedom, guys. That's the key. So, guys, that's my rant for today. Uh, I wasn't going to rant, but it really, this, this, this part touches me. This part, it's so important. It's so important. And I want to see every single one of you succeed. I, I, nothing, nothing makes me happier than to see other people succeed. Nothing makes me happier than to see people break the chains that are around them. It's the best story ever. It's the reason you go to movies. You know I'm right because that's why you go to a movie. But stop going to the movies. You are in control. You can write the script. You can be the director. Because it's your life, you should be. Fire, fire whoever thinks they're the director of your life. They're not. Fire them. Fire them now. They're not. They are not in control. You are. And I'm rooting for you to win. You will win if you do these things. Guys, my wish for you is the very best in this next year. I hope that you find everything that you want. I hope that you get everything that you want. I hope you go everywhere you want. And I hope you stand up for yourself and say what you want and be the person that you are proud of. Guys, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to, to this year, these 30 episodes. If you've got some value out of it, please share. Um, please like, please comment. And we will see you next year. I love you all. Take care. Bye-bye.